Welcome back and thank you for joining me. My name is Ernie Harwell, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos and once a state college steed. Stay tuned for today's episode of PBE Motown. Hi, Ernie Harwell here, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos. Just to remind you that the $5 footlong orchard chicken salad sub is back. Packed with juicy chicken, sweet apples, tart cranberries, and crunchy delicious celery. It's a bushel of flavor on freshly baked bread. Here for a limited time. Subway, eat fresh. All right, welcome back. Um, I want to look at an amazing series. We're in uh, playoff season 29. And maybe the best series we have yet was between Detroit and Indianapolis. Detroit pulled off a 3-2 series win. But I'd like to dive in and see how just how they did it. They won in dramatic fashion in the last game, but let's build up and see what what led to their series victory. Well, we're back in September 17th, and Indy is facing off against the Detroit Demons. And we have, uh, let's going to go back to see how this all started. The Indianapolis Stars Division Series strong uh, started the, the series strong. Uh, looks like they won nine to four. Looks like they did win nine to four pretty easily. They did tag on two in the eighth, so it would have been seven four, maybe a little bit tighter. Um, they out hit them fourteen to six. They did. They did have an error. Uh, the Indianapolis Apex started the division series in style, downing the visiting Detroit Demons at the Brickyard. By a score of nine to four to take an early 1-0 lead in the best of five series. Apex designated hitter Eagle Eyes, old college steed, was four for four with a home run, a double, two singles, and a walk, while scoring three times. There he is, folks. It's playoff time. Jody Quinn chipped in for Indianapolis with a two-run home run in the bottom of the fourth. For the game, the right hand the right fielder had three hits. And four at bats. Taking a look at Indy's offense. Like I said, they had 14 hits, nine runs. Uh, Quinn and Eagle Eye contributed. Also, Slice Mouse um, put in their best efforts. They leaving they left 17 men on base. Going over to the Detroit side, they left 12 men on base. They managed six hits, four runs, um, just sporadic offensively. On the pitching side, Maple went six and a third, allowing three runs. Dangley came in for two and two thirds. 
and didn't allow a single run and struck out six in those two and two-thirds. Pretty impressive. On the Detroit side, the losing side, Vaughn came in, started three and two-thirds, six runs, and that was pretty much the damage. Lewis came in for two and two-thirds, allowed a run, and Jason Crenshaw, Jansen Crenshaw, came in for the eighth and the ninth, two runs on three hits, two strikeouts. So overall, a pretty dominating win by the Apex in game one. But soon things would change. All right, game two took place on the 18th of September. Detroit evened the series with Indy, and they evened it quickly, uh, scoring two runs in each of the first three innings. Again in the eighth, to win eight to two. Going into it, the Demons topped Indianapolis Apex by a score of eight two and moved into a one one and one tied in the divisional series today. The largest share of the credit belongs to Dirk Diglett, who threw five innings, allowing one run and one to for the win. Carlos Kreshwagen their top prospect had a direct impact on the outcome. Crushwagon contributed a run-scoring sacrifice fly in the top of the first inning to put Detroit up 2-0. Taking a look at Detroit's offense, they did manage 18 hits, scored 8 runs, left 24 men on base. On Indy's side, like I said, they had two runs. They used 10 hits to produce those runs. They left 24 men on base. For the game, we had, as mentioned earlier, Diglett started the game for five and a third strong. Palmer came in for two and two thirds, allowing no runs. Pepe came in for the last inning, allowing a run to make the score 8-2. to two. On the Indies uh, pitching staff, Dion allowed six runs on four innings, in four innings. Laguz came in for three and a third, settled everything down, allowing one run. And Barron allowed a run in one and two-thirds. For the game, Dirk Diglett was the player of the game. That's Detroit pitcher Dirk Diglett. Uh, there was almost just shy of 40,000 in attendance at the Brickyard. This is what we believe. Technology alone is not enough. Faster, thinner, lighter. These are all good things. But when technology gets out of the way, everything becomes more delightful, even magical. That's when you leap forward and you end up with something like this, iPhone 7. 
All right, we're going into game three on September 20th. The series is all tied up. We had Detroit winning the second game. And so here, a very important winner. Go ahead, 2-1, the best of five series. In this game, Indianapolis just kept pouring it on, eventually scoring, outscoring the Detroit Demons 12-3. The road win leaves Indianapolis to a 2-1 series lead in the division. The Indianapolis Apex moved to within one game of the conference finals today, downing the Detroit Demons on the road at Demon Lair at Laser Park by a score of 12-3. Apex left-hander Eric Balonis had a strong outing. He threw six innings of five-hit ball. The win gives Apex a 2-1 advantage on the best-of-five series. Eagle Eyes, 27-year-old first baseman, had a direct impact on the outcome. Eyes contributed, contributed a run-scoring sacrifice fly in the top of the fourth to put Indy up to nothing. The next game is scheduled for tomorrow at Demon's Lair in Laser Park. The scheduled starters for the game will be Dogwood Maple for Indy and Ricky Vaughn for the Detroit Demons. For the gay for the for the game, Indy managed 14 hits, produced 12 runs, left 22 men on base. In that offensive production, Jay Slice managed four RBIs. Parmalade wasn't left out of the action with two for five, two runs, three RBIs. Sailor Twift, one for four, two runs, two RBIs. Jody Quinn was two for five, batting 385 so far in the playoffs, and two home runs. He's having a great series. As you may remember, Jody Quinn, check your your baseball poster on your wall. You probably have one of Jody Quinn. He's the World Series MVP from last year. On Detroit side, on their losing efforts, they managed just eight hits, three runs, left ten men on base, very pedestrian day at the plate. For Indy, they just needed two pitchers. As mentioned earlier, Bellano's got the win, going six and two-thirds. Two runs, nine strikeouts. Nine times. Barron pitched two and a third, allowing three hits, one run, one strikeout. For Detroit, Cato gets the loss, going five and a third. Not bad, allowing just three earned runs. But his his the bullpen did not bail them out. Lewis came in for a third, allowed three runs. Palmer came in for a third, allowed three more runs. Pepe came in for two innings, allowed five hits, two runs. And then Jansen Crenshaw came in for two-thirds of an inning, allowing two hits and a run. So the series is leaning towards Indy right now as they take game three, 12-3 at Laser Field. Player of the game is Eric Bellanos. 
and over 73,000 people in attendance for this four-hour thriller. All right, well, like some of the great sports mysteries, Game 4 appears to be lost in time. Looking at the game log, I can only find Detroit playing Indianapolis on the 17th, the 18th, the 20th, and the 21st. If you Let's see. Did I miss a day? Uh, according to my calculations, it's the 23rd. There's no Detroit game on the 23rd. On the 21st, there is... I'm just trying to be thorough. I don't want any uh, lawsuits from... Uh, Passionate Motor City PBE fans. Is this? So it says there's three games being played on the 23rd. But they are only showing two. So guess what that means, folks. You get to imagine how that game transpired. Actually, I'm going to go into it. Hold on a second. I have a, I have an idea. I might be able to back into it. If I go into Indy, pick a player, just any player, maybe Jody Quinn. And then if I go to Jody Quinn, and I can go back into the 21st. Yeah. All right. So, what happened in this game? Remember, Detroit is behind 2-1. to one. Their back's against the wall. In this game, this was a pitching... Gem uh, on both ends. Detroit outlasting Indy three to two, with Detroit scoring two runs in the bottom of the ninth. Let's go to uh, I would love to have the game log for that. Detroit. Even up the series with Apex after a walk-off win. Let's find out how that took place. Detroit starter Ricky Vaughn turned in an ex exceptional performance and got some last-minute help as the Demons faced the Division Series into a decisive force the Division Series into a decisive Game 5. The right-handed Vaughn threw six innings, a four-hit ball, and a must-win situation against the Indianapolis Apex, keeping Detroit close enough to take a 3-2 win. The winner of the series will advance to the conference finals. Danny was the walk-off hero for Detroit with the game tied in the bottom of the ninth. The Demons shortstop hit a dramatic run-scoring single to send the team home. 
Game 5 is scheduled for Saturday, September 23rd. The scheduled starters for the game are Dirk Diglett for Detroit and Michael Dion for the Indianapolis Apex. For the game, not a lot of hitting. Indy managed 9 hits, 2 runs, left 16 men on base. I'm sure they would like to get some of those back for that. Sailor Twift hit a double, bend over. Also contributed a double. Parmalee hit his second home run in the sixth off Vaughn. In total, they left 11 men on base. Johnny Tsunami contributed one stolen base. On the Detroit side, they didn't fare much better. Seven hits, scoring three runs, leaving 20 men on base for the game. Berserker and Jaguar each contributed a double stacking stacking paper stacking paper you always get me with that name contributed with a home run for the contest they left seven men on base Dimes had his third stolen base pitching as mentioned Vaughn pitched a gem Going six and a third, four hits, one run. He had six strikeouts and pitched 101 pitches. Let's just slide right over to Indy because they must have had a gem too. Uh, Maple went six and a third, striking out seven, allowing one run. Wow, what a he he managed that in 101 pitches. Back to Detroit, Lewis came in for two-thirds of an inning. One-hit ball, no damage. Dirty came in, got the win, going two innings, allowing one run on four hits. Probably the worst pitching performance of the night, and he got the win. Dangley, I'm sure he's glad he got the win. Uh, Dangley... Got the loss going two innings, two hits, two runs. Uh, Lagoose came in at the end, allowing one hit, but that was an unearned run. For the game, Vicky Va- Ricky Vaughn got player of the game, and again, over 74,000 people in attendance on that one. So we're going to swing around for our Game 5 finale between Indianapolis and Detroit. Let's see how it all went down. All right, well, here we are sitting series tied. Somebody's got to go home. And in this game, uh, it was an emotional roller coaster, as you may imagine. Detroit went up one run in the first top of the first Indy managed didn't manage any runs until the fourth when they scored four runs and now you're sitting Indianapolis is up 4-1 they're looking good and Detroit just chipped away scoring one in the fifth one in the sixth one in the seventh 
and the game winner in the eighth. Ninth inning was scoreless. Divisional series goes to the distance. Detroit prevails. A classic, dramatic division series has wrapped up with the Detroit Demons outlasting Indianapolis Apex to advance to the conference finals. Detroit won the final game by a score of 5-4 to four and took the series 3-2. to two. Stacking paper hit 381 with a 381 on base percentage. He had one home run, drove in RBI, and scored five. The conference finals matchup will be scheduled and announced after the divisional series. For the game, Detroit managed five runs on 11 hits. Left in that case, Dreckenberg had a double. Dinkle contributed with a big home run. There weren't any stolen bases, leaving five men on base. Oh, there were two stolen bases. Jaguar and Stack of Paper had two stolen bases. Uh, Dimes and Drakenberg each caught stealing once. For pitching, Diglett didn't get the win, but he started five innings, four runs, Jansen Crenshaw came in for two innings, got the win, uh, no hits, two strikeouts. Dirty got the hold, went one and a third, two hits, no runs. And D. Lewis got the save, pitching the bottom of the ninth, two-thirds of an inning, not allowing a single run. On the indie side, sparse hitting all around. Uh, I want to highlight Eagle Eyes had hit 455. Zach Mouse hit 350. Sailor Twift hit 300. Jody Quinn had a monster game, 389. One for three, one for two. Four. He had the team's four RBIs with two walks. Uh, Seven RBIs on the series. I mean, you gotta could argue he's the series MVP, even on the losing team. Home runs. Quinn must have been a home run. Uh, hit one in the fourth inning. Total bases. Uh, Detroit did not. Indy did not have a stolen base in this game. Dion pitched six innings, four runs. Dangley came in for one and two, one and two thirds, allowed a run, and Laguz came in for one and a third, allowing no runs. For the game, Jody Quinn got Player of the Game, but not the series MVP. Too bad they had almost forty thousand people in attendance at the Brickyard. Well, that'll do it for the Detroit Indie Series. We'll come up for the next matchup in just a moment. Hi, this is all-star catcher Ernie Harwell. Whoever said that a smell could bring you back a flood of memories was certainly right. Whenever I use Pine Sol in my home, I'm brought back to visiting my grandmother as a little girl. She always kept her house smelling fresh. I have Pine Sol to thank for that. 
All right. Over in the Legends Conference, we had Boise going up against San Antonio. We're going to take a look at that series in just a minute. The Boise Raptors started the Divisional Series in style today, winning on the road against the San Antonio Sloss at the Treehouse by a score of 8-7 to to take an early 1-0 lead in the best of five series. Raptors right fielder Johnny Pluto excelled. He was one for three with a home run and two walks while scoring two runs and driving in three. The most crucial at-bat for Boise came in the ninth inning. That's when Pluto stoked a 1-1 splitter to center for a three-run home run, putting Boise up 8-7. He would not be up 3-7, be up 8-7. Game two is set to be played tomorrow at the Treehouse in Providence. The scheduled starters for the game, Chank Daly for Boise and Billy Greer for San Antonio. For the game, Boise managed eight hits, eight runs. As mentioned earlier, major contributor was Pluto. Also, Bochamp, the shortstop, was two for four, two runs, two RBIs. Sabre had a triple. Bland had a home run. Bochamp hit a home run in the eighth. Bland had one in the seventh. They left six men on base, two steals, one for Bochamp, one for Sabre. On the pitching side, Lucas pitched six innings, five strikeouts, eight hits, four runs. Paul went three innings, three strikeouts, allowed three earned runs on one hit. Over on the Sloss side, Sloss managed nine hits. Seven, they managed seven runs on nine hits. Their highlight was Stan Antonio went three for four, two runs. Also, Abbott went two for five. Knight, one for three with two runs and three RBIs. Those were the highlighted hitters. McDonald hit a double in the second. Jimenez hit one in the first. McDonald contributed a home run in the sixth. Tyler Knight hit a home run in the seventh. All in all, the pitching, Windsor goes six, allowing two with four strikeouts. Rodriguez gets the hold. He goes two and a third, allowing three runs with six strikeouts. Khan gets the loss. He goes one-third, one hit, three runs, one walk. Mazurk pitches the last out in the ninth. Doesn't get credit for a hit, a run, or a strikeout on seven pitches. For the game, Johnny Pluto gets player of the game. While over 62,000, almost 63,000 people were in attendance. Game two of Boise San Antonio 
a little bit lower scoring affair with some San Antonio going up winning 6 to 2 Mata Matata Sloss Wallop and the Sloss Wallop the Raptors in game 2 of the divisional series with left-hander Akuna Matata leading the charge the San Antonio Sloss defeated this visiting Boise Raptors 6 to 2 in game 2 of the divisional series today Mata went Three for four with a home run and two doubles. He scored three runs in the treehouse at the treehouse to help help San Antonio force a one-one tie. A key moment came with no one out in the bottom of the fifth. That's when Matata hit a sinker off Chank Daly for a solo home run, putting San Antonio up for deux. Game three is scheduled for Wednesday in Providence. Slated to start is King George the third. For the San Antonio Sloths, Tom Riddle for the Boise Raptors. For the game, Boise managed two runs on seven hits. Pluto there was their star producer. He went two for four with a run and two RBIs. Not much else for Boise to brag about. San Antonio, they managed six runs on 11 hits. Matata, three for four with three runs. Abbott, one for four with three RBIs, each contrib- big tr- contributors. Sandwich hit a double for San Antonio. San Antonio hit a home run in the third. Abbott went yard in the third as well. Matata went long in the fifth. In all, San Antonio allowed six men on base, while Boise left stranded only four for the pitching side Boise's daily went six innings five earned runs on nine hits three strikeouts Rogers went two innings no earned runs on two hits and no strikeouts over oh. over on San Antonio's Bullpen side, defensive side, pitching side, no. Greer got the win, going six and a third, allowing two runs on five hits and six strikeouts. Khan got the hold, going one and two thirds, no earned runs on two hits and four strikeouts. Pretty good game. Mazurk came in for the whole ninth allowing no runs on no hits and striking out, you guessed it, Zippo. Akuna Matata got player of the game, while over 62,000 happy fans watched their divisional series. We're back, still following the San Antonio Boise series. Bland Blast loss. Raptors take game three, 15 to 6. Boise Raptors moved within one game of the conference finals today, downing the visiting San Antonio Sloss at Hammond Park by a score of 15-6. Raptors catcher Toot Bland did some major damage. He went 3-for-3 three three with two home runs, a double, and two walks. He scored five times and drove in three. The win gives the Raptors a 2-1 advantage in the best-of-five divisional series. 
Bridget Westfall dealt the loss a blow in the bottom of the third. Batters with runner, batting with runners in first and second, and Boise leading 2-1. Westfall, who finished third in the Legends triples with five in 2043, hit a 1-0 cutter for a two-run triple. The next game is scheduled for tomorrow at Hammond Park in Providence. The scheduled starters for the game, Nolan Windsor for San Antonio, Andrew Lucas for Boise. For the game, San Antonio managed six runs on nine hits. McDonald hit a double. Matata hit a triple in the first. Knight hit a home run in the fourth. Over on the Boise side, they managed 15 runs on 13 hits. Ham hit a double in the third. Bland hit a double in the first. Westfall hit a double in the second. Budnar hit a triple in the fourth. Westfall had another triple in the third. Home runs went to Justice and Bland. Contributing to their team's win, team left four men on base. Budnar, Saber, and Westfall each had a stolen base. For the game, Riddle went five, allowing three earned runs on six hits and one strikeout. Miller, two and two-thirds, allowing one earned run on three hits and one strikeout. Timmy. Timmy. Allowing no earned runs and no hits. That'll happen. And one strikeout. That's impressive. Boise managed to win with three strikeouts. Over on San Antonio side, King George goes three and two-thirds, allowing seven earned runs on seven hits and five strikeouts. Davies goes two, allowing three earned runs on two hits and two strikeouts. Mazark, Mazark went one and a third, allowing three on three hits and one strikeout. Todoruki pitched, pitched the ninth, allowing two earned runs on one hit and no strikeouts. All right. In our third series, we had Providence versus the Voyagers. New York Voyagers started the divisional series in style, downing the visitors, Providence, at Vaughn's house by a score of 5-2 to two to take an early 1-0 lead in the best of five. Voyagers second baseman Barbados slim slug two home runs. With one out in the bottom of the fifth, R.J. Bernard dealt a cutter from Daz, Daze Nivas. The result was a two-run home run, putting the Voyagers in front four to one. Game uh, was really busted open in the fifth when New York scored three runs in the bottom of the fifth. For the game, Providence... Scored two runs off seven hits. 
Willie Cologne with a double in the fifth. Kildara, a home run in the sixth, leaving six men on base. New York managed five runs on six hits. Encarnacion hit a first inning double. Pretzelman hitting his first home run of the playoffs in the third. Slim hitting two home runs, one in the second, one in the fifth, and one in the seventh inning. And Menard hitting a home run in the fifth. New York was very efficient, leaving only two men on base, according to this stat. Voss gets the loss for Providence, pitched six innings, allowing six five runs on six hits and three strikeouts. Crab goes one and two thirds, allowing zero runs on zero hits and three strikeouts. New York horse gets the win, going seven innings, allowing two runs and six hits, seven strikeouts. Toasties gets the save, pitching two innings, allowing zero runs on one hit and two strikeouts. For the game, Barbados Slim is the player of the game, and over 45,000 fans packed Vaughn's house for this matchup. All right, we're going into game three on September 20th. The series is all tied up. We had Detroit winning the second game. And so here, a very important winner. Go ahead, 2-1, the best of five series. In this game, Indianapolis just kept pouring it on, eventually scoring outscoring the Detroit Demons 12-3. to The road win leaves Indianapolis to a 2-1 series lead in the division. The Indianapolis Apex moved to within one game of the conference finals today, downing the Detroit Demons on the road at Demon Lair at Laser Park by a score of 12-3. Apex left-hander Eric Balonis had a strong outing. He threw six innings, a five-hit ball. The win gives Apex a 2-1 advantage on the best of five series. Eagle Eyes, 27-year-old first baseman, had a direct impact on the outcome. Eyes contributed, contributed a run-scoring sacrifice fly in the top of the fourth to put Indy up to nothing. The next game is scheduled for tomorrow at Demon's Lair in Laser Park. The scheduled starters for the game will be Dogwood Maple for Indy, and Ricky Vaughn for the Detroit Demons. For the, gay, for, the, for the game, Indy managed 14 hits, produced 12 runs, left 22 men on base. In that offensive production, Jay Slice managed 4 RBIs. Parmalade wasn't left out of the action with two for five, two runs, three RBIs. Sailor Twift, one for four, two runs, two RBIs. Jody Quinn was two for five, batting 385 so far in the playoffs, and two home runs. He's having a great series. As you may remember, Jody Quinn, check your 
baseball poster on your wall. You probably have one of Jody Quinn. He's the World Series MVP from last year. On the Detroit side, on their losing efforts, they managed just eight hits, three runs, left 10 men on base, very pedestrian day at the plate. For Indy, they just needed two pitchers. As mentioned earlier, Bellano's got the win, going six and two-thirds, two runs, nine strikeouts, nine times. Barron pitched two and a third, allowing three hits, one run, one strikeout. For Detroit, Cato gets the loss, going five and a third. Not bad, allowing just three earned runs. But his his the bullpen did not bail them out. Lewis came in for a third, allowed three runs. Palmer came in for a third, allowed three more runs. Pepe came in for two innings, allowed five hits, two runs. And then Jansen Crenshaw came in for two-thirds of an inning, allowing two hits and a run. So the series is leaning towards Indy right now as they take game three, 12-3 at Laser Field. Player of the game is Eric Bellanos, and over 73,000 people in attendance for this four-hour thriller. In Game 4, Boise moves on to the conference finals with the win. While it wasn't a complete mismatch, the Boise Raptors showed themselves to be the superior team in the division series, downing San Antonio 3-1. Nothing's ever easy in pro baseball. Whether you're a favorite or an underdog, you can't take anything lightly or you'll be burned. Boise won the final game by a 4-2 count at Hammond Park to clinch the spot in the next round. They were they will hope to once again rely on Bland, where he hit 438 and three home runs, four RBIs and eight runs scored during the series. Taking a look, Bland hit 438, Westfall hit 353, Saber 375. Those are the top three hitters on the lineup, and they all produced total. Bland, three home runs, four RBIs. Westfall, five RBIs. Sabre, three RBIs. Even Pluto, which uncharacteristic low batting average of 214, managed two hits and eight RBIs. That's the top of the order. Very powerful. For the game, they managed four runs on ten hits. Bochamp hitting a double in the fourth. Westfall hitting a double in the his third double in the fifth. Uh, Pitching-wise, Lucas got the win, going six innings, allowing two runs on eight hits and four strikeouts. Paul got the save in three innings, allowing no earned runs on one hit and six strikeouts. Over on San Antonio's side, they managed two runs on nine hits. 
for the series. Matata hit 353. San Antonio hit 313. Uh, Knight, their center fielder, hit 333. Three home runs and five RBIs. That is a nice series for him. Uh, for the game, Sudat hit a double in the third. Knight hit his third home run in the sixth. Choi, Chovi, Chovi had two stolen bases. Knight was caught stealing. For pitching-wise, Windsor goes six innings, allowing three earned runs on nine hits, five strikeouts. Rodriguez goes two innings, allowing no runs on one hit and two strikeouts. For the series-clenching game, Andrew Lucas is your player of the game. The game was played in Hammond Park with an attendance of over 42,000 fans. In the second game of the series between Providence and New York, Crabs even with Voyagers after extra after an extra inning win. It took 11 innings to settle game two of the divisional series, but Providence eventually took the 2-1 win despite the performances of New York starting pitcher Pax Abner, who threw seven innings of three-hit ball. The club's now tied 1-1 in the best of five. Providence relied on the bat of Giannis Krustis to get the win. The center fielder ripped a solo home run in the top of the 11th inning to put the Crabs ahead 2-1. For the game, Krustis had one double and one home run in five at-bats. Game three is scheduled for Wednesday at the pot in Providence. The scheduled starters for the game are Vivi Zellman for New York and Ivy Leaf for Providence. For the game, batting for Providence, they managed two runs on five hits. Highlighted by Krustis, two for five with a run and an RBI. Joe Burrow, two for five with a run and an RBI. Crucis, as mentioned earlier, hit a double in the ninth. Lemon hit a double in the sixth. Crucis with the game-winning home run. Burrow with a home run in the first. Total, Providence left seven men on base. Willie Colon did contribute with a stolen base. Pitching for Providence, Burrow Merle. Went six, allowing one run on five hits, striking out two. Crab went two and a third, allowing zero runs on zero hits while striking out one. Furthermore, Kegelman got the win, going two and a third, allowing zero runs, two hits, while striking out two and walking four. Sports Boys, 57, got the save, pitching one out in the ninth. No runs, no hits, one strikeout. On New York side, they 
scored one run on seven hits. Jackie Daytona, two for four. Tom Shue, two for five. Uh, led the hitting. Daytona hit a double in the seventh. Shue, a double in the seventh. Leaving total seven, ten men on base. All right, September 20th. Roadwin lifts New York to a 2-1 lead in the Divisional Series. The New York Voyagers silenced Providence Crabs today to move within one game of the conference finals. The Voyagers shut out the Crabs by a final score of 11 to nothing at the pot. New York left-hander Vivi Zielman had a strong outing. He threw five innings of shutout ball. The win gives the Voyagers a 2-1 advantage in the best-of-five Divisional Series. Bark Bark Woofruff hit a home run, scoring triple off Ivy League in the bottom of the second, which put the Voyagers in front 1-0, but they didn't stop there. In addition to the triple, Woofruff had one single, one walk, going 2-4. for four. The next game is scheduled for tomorrow at the Pot in Providence. The scheduled starters for the game are Hale Horace for New York and Daja Nivas for Providence. And this game is 11-0 blowout. New York, it wasn't quite a blowout until the ninth inning when they scored seven runs in the top of the ninth to seal it. Hitting for New York. And 11 runs on nine hits. Led by Encarnacion, one for five with three RBIs. Jackie Daytona, two for four with three at ribbies. Encarnacion hit a double in the ninth. Woofruff, triple in the second. Jackie Daytona, a triple in the eighth. Daytona also hit a home run in the ninth. Shoe, why not? Also hit a home run in the ninth. In total, New York left five men on base. Kirk Swerve contributed with two stolen bases and one caught stealing. Zillman, the winning pitcher, went five innings, allowing zero runs on one hit, three strikeouts. O'Sullivan went two and a third, allowing zero runs on one hit and five strikeouts. He got the hold. Sievert went one and two-thirds, no hits, no runs, no strikeouts on 19 pitches. Over on Providence side, the bats were silent. It wasn't much to bark at. It was a two-hit total performance, zero runs on two hits. They managed uh, Ruiz managed a double in the sixth. Leaving four men on base total. Pitching wise, Leaf went five innings, giving up two runs on four hits, striking out five. Sports Boy went two and two thirds, allowing zero runs, zero earned runs on zero hits and three strikeouts. Nola went two thirds of an inning, allowing six runs on three hits. And Evans pitched 
the last two outs, allowing two runs on two hits and one strikeout. For the game, Zimmerman was a player game at the pot. Over 30,000 people watched in attendance in this game. There was a rain delay of 47 minutes in the fifth inning, and again, a 34-minute delay in the ninth inning. That sounds painful. The Providence Crabs and New York Voyagers will take the divisional series to a decisive game five in a must-win situation today. The Crabs beat the Voyagers 7-1 at the pot to force the series into what will essentially be a one-game playoff. Providence right-hander Daja Nivas had a big role in the win. He threw eight innings of one-hit, one-run ball. In this bottom of the second, Providence first baseman Chipper Schlucking had a productive at-bat with a runner on first and one out. He stoked a two-run home run to the left and made the score 2-0, Providence for the game, he was 1-4 for four with a home run. He drove in two runs and scored once. The next game is scheduled for Saturday at Vaughn's house. The scheduled starters for the game are Bark Merle and Providence for Providence and Pax Abner for New York. Hitting for New York, New York managed just one run on nine hits. Highlighted Swerve, Shoe, and Daytona each had two hits. Throw in two more for Menard. Providence led off with Lemon two for five, Cologne two for five, with Dordervec two for four. Also, Dervek had two runs, Cologne two ribbies, Schlocking two ribbies. Uh, lots of production all around. Hitting Ruiz had a double in the sixth inning. Cologne, a double in the third. It was his second. Georgevic hit his first home run off the, in the sixth. Sloking hit his first home run in the second. Will Love was caught stealing. Pitching. Horse got the loss, going five, allowing seven runs on eight hits. Price went two and a third allowing zero runs on two hits. George went two-thirds, no runs, no hits. For Providence, the star of the game, Voss went eight innings, one run on nine hits. Just four strikeouts, but a phenomenal game. Branderson went one inning, no runs on no hits. For the game, DeVos was a player of the game. Over 31,000 fans watched Providence take, make, tie up the series. It is September 23rd in Game 5 against Providence and New York Voyagers. In this game, the Crabs prevail 13-2 as Divisional Series goes to the wire. Providence Grabs and New York Voyagers hooked up in a classic divisional series that went right down to the wire. In the end, Providence 
is heading off to the conference finals after a 13-2 win at Vaughn's house tonight, earning the 3-2 series win. Outside Vaughn's house, whether they were supported supporters of Providence or New York, many fans talked about how it was a, how it was a series they would never forget. Willie Colon played the hero for the Crabs in the series as his MVP performance included a 333 batting average, a 364 on base percentage. He also had zero home runs, three RBIs, and scored two runs. Providence final matchup is scheduled to be announced after the divisional series. For the game, Providence managed 13 runs on 14 hits. A plethora of players contributed. Ruiz, two for five with two runs, four ribbies. Cologne, three for five. Will Love, two for five. Cladora, two for five, two ribbies. Two runs, sorry. Slocking, one for two, three runs. With three walks as well. And Dorvik, one for four, two runs, two ribbies. Klostis hit his second double in the third. Abner, or off of Abner. Lemon hit his second double up in the sixth. And Burrow hit his first double in the ninth. Cladera hit his first triple. In the eighth, Cologne hit his first triple in the third. Home runs, Dorvik, Ruiz, Will Love each contributed a home run. Total, they left five men on base. Pitching side of Providence, Merle went eight and a third, allowing two runs on six hits. Evans went two-thirds of an inning, zero runs, zero hits. New York batting in Canacion, two for two. Nothing else really to stand out. Pretzelman hit a home run in the second. Shu, his second in the sixth. Pitching was a group effort. Abner got the loss going two innings, five runs on six hits. Grunk, two and a third, zero hits, zero runs. Price, one and a a third, two runs, two hits. Toasties, two innings, three runs on three hits. George, two-thirds of an inning, allowing three runs on three hits. And O'Sullivan finishing with two-thirds of an inning, Zero runs, zero hits. For the game, Julio Ruiz was your player of the game. Over 45,000 fans packed the stadium for the season series finale. For the series, a couple players, uh, Providence. Uh, it was really a pitching performance through this series. Um, Cologne batting 333. Caldera batting 294 for the series. Um, a couple, most of the players have about one, one home run, three or four RBIs, but n- n- there's been no juggernaut. Uh, just a all-around team performance. We'll look forward to seeing what they can do in the next round of the playoffs. In the final series, Death Valley 
took on the Ruggaroos. Uh, this was a uh, quick series. Death Valley took it in three. Oh, uh, sorry, New Orleans took it in three. Uh, game one, they won in the 11th inning, five to three. New Orleans Ruggaroos and the Death Valley Scorpions needed 11 innings to settle game one, with the Ruggaroos finally taking the 5-3 victory at Danny DeVito Dome. Extend, excelling in the win was New Orleans starting pitcher Aiden McDowell, McDougal, who threw six innings, allowing one run. New Orleans used the clutch hitting of Todd Hafner to capture the win. The first baseman drilled a two-run home run in the top of the 11th. Over to game two. And game two is on the 18th. This one, New Orleans Ruggeroos moved to within one game of the conference finals with a two, extending their series lead to nothing. Downing the Valley Scorpions on the road at Danny DeVito Dome by a score of eight to five. The Ruggeroos right-hander, Hiro Nakamura, had a strong outing. He threw eight innings, allowing three runs. The win gives the Ruggeroos a 2-0 advantage in the best-of-five divisional series. The next game is scheduled for Wednesday at Full Moon Stadium. Slated to start are Stephanie Morgan for Death Valley and Marty DeFerrari for New Orleans. Moving on to September 20th, New Orleans completes the sweep in a 7-3 win over Death Valley. Ruggeroos dominate sweep divisional series. In New Orleans Ruggeroos proved to be too much to handle for the Death Valley Scorpions. And New Orleans punches ticket to the conference finals on the strength of a 7-3 win in the deciding game, which wrapped up the series 3-0. We will not know just yet who the next round of the Playoffs will be held against, but I will keep you informed.